Welcome to the God Loves You Period, the podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Terry. I'm Amy, and we're joined by... I'm Jason. Jason is our communication director at First United, and he knows all things social media, which is what we're talking about uh, today, faith and social media. And our get-to-know-you question is the Bible. Do you read it on an app, or are you old school? Because I, you know... In small group, very few people bring their Bible anymore. Yeah. I'm old school. You're old school. I have the app. I love it on my phone. It is very convenient at times. Uh, but for my daily devotionals, I have a Bible I use. I keep by my desk. Uh, and for my sermons, I have a Bible I keep on my desk. And just, I'm old school. Yeah. If if I need to look up. I love up, it, the Bible app, though. Yeah, I love the Bible app. And gate Bible Gateway. If I yeah. need to find a verse for something I'm like by, that I'm studying, if I need to find it really quick or just look at comparing one verse to one verse to one verse. I, I like to look it up on the computer, but um, if I'm going to read a whole passage, I'd rather turn the pages and see it in the Bible. And mm-hmm. So fun fact, the new First United app will have a Bible built in. Yay, Ooh. Jason. It'll be a good one too. NIV. <laughs> NIV. <laughs> I know what you were going to ask. I like the NIV. Uh, for me, I, I like uh, a real Bible. Yeah. Um, but I As actually. As opposed to the fake one in the phone? Yes. <laughs> tangible. <laughs> a tangible Bible. But I actually am reading cover to cover right now, and I'm finding I use my Kindle more, an actual Kindle, and it's because I can make the print larger when I'm getting tired at night. Ah, <laughs> that's smart. Mm-hmm. I, I will be honest. I think I use the app more than I do the Bible, but I have it on my desk and I have it on my nightstand, the, the old fashioned, the leather bound, um, because I do like how the Bible on my desk has a commentary. And so I kind of like to look at that as well. It's nice to have it side by side. Mm-hmm. But I think for, if, if I were to gauge which one I use more, it's probably the app. Yeah. What gets me are the people that kind of whine about, you know, that's not really reading the Bible or you're not, mm-hmm. I've had people tell me, we haven't read the Bible in church because I read it off the screen. Mm. You put the words on the screen. You're not reading from the Bible. You didn't have a Bible in your hand. And my response is, you don't have a papyrus scroll in your hand. <laughs> I mean, you, where do you go back to the whole? Yeah, and the use of a leather-bound family Bible yeah. is a very new yeah. thing in Christianity. They right. they used oral tradition and storytelling and so scrolls. Did, yeah, what did they say until like the 1800s? Well, yeah, people about didn't it, commonly have a Bible. Right. Yeah. People couldn't read. That's... Right. Right. Well, and I also use the, you know, I like audiobooks a lot. So you can have it read to you. They it can have it read and they're like, that doesn't count. I was like, well, what about people who are blind? That, yeah. That's a legitimate well, what about, way. What about people? people for the first 15, 1600 years of Christianity couldn't read? Mm-hmm. And right. they memorized really well. Right. What that's about true. if it's the only thing you do instead of not reading or listening right. to the Bible? Right. Yeah, it's better than nothing. Better than nothing. Exactly. Absolutely. That's our philosophy. So question I have is, what do you think the future of the church will look like with the rate, rate, the rise? <laughs> what will it look like with the rise of AI? Artificial right. intelligence is what AI stands for. You've seen Terminator, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, the go. I am legend. Yep, there you go. <laughs> so There we go. The world's going in. <laughs> so AI, I, I think, 
isn't as scary as a lot of people see it. Um, to me personally, AI Said is... by the tech guy. Yeah, well, you know... Well, we already have Alexa and Siri and all of that. Yeah, we're already that's using the first it. step. And I, well, and to be fair, a lot of people think that that's too invasive. So yes. if they're going to feel that, they're definitely going to feel that way about ChatGPT and other large language model AI programs. But um, in my opinion, it should be able to streamline the jobs that we do here at the church, which makes us be better at connecting with the people that come to church. And that, that's ultimately the, the, the goal, right, is to build relationships here. And I think if you can take work off of our table, it makes life easier. I our have... sermons are not being done by chat yes. I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> Although they could. Although they when, could. No, 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 no. I So I have kind of a moral thing against chat gdp gtp gtp uh because I, I think of like oh my gosh the the creativity that humans are able to have the like the writer's strike i'm like i, I think it's important that people are writing these scripts or that you know pastors are writing these sermons and not chat gdp gtp oh my gosh this is confusing you're not or, gross domestic or, oh my product. gosh think of like all the college students who are, who are using it to turn in papers that, oh, rather yes. than do the research i i have a, a kind of a moral ethical thing against that but said by amy <laughs> i don't have quite as much moral ethical dilemma on that but imagine being able to automate something as simple as um when you're trying to have a group meeting instead of sending out 50 emails saying, yes, I can come at this time. No, I can't come at this time. That's what AI is going to make easier for all of us in the near future. How's that any different than like, what do you mean? Well, right now Outlook can do it if you're in the same group as it, like in the, in the office, but it can't do it beyond oh, that. I so see. AI will know your calendar and easily be able to pick a time and a date and a location that works for you and everybody else in the group. So it should streamline that. Well, um, oh, that would be nice. I, I actually, I mean, I, I use chat GTP saying, Hey, create a four episode podcast on a Christian understanding of uh, social media and the lights just dimmed in here, so maybe it's <laughs> a sign. But and it did. It wasn't. I mean, it's got episode one. You know, what's the positive? Episode two, the dark side. Episode, which I love that title, by the oh, way. Of course, yeah. of course, I would. Uh, you know, and it, it's pretty good. Pretty. I mean, what what it does lack is what AI lacks creativity, personality, mm -hmm. and, and so I yeah. think I, I, I probably would say I think it's okay to use uh, AI to help write sermons, to help do Give you an things, outline. Give you outlines. But you need to make sure you add your, like if I was writing, like I did this, I, I, I was still on the board of our ministry for the Florida conf, Annual Conference, and I typed in uh, one of our theological questions, and it printed out a pretty good answer. And then I changed the th prompts to say, share from a Wesleyan perspective and add four sor sources, including one being uh, John Wesley's sermons. And it popped out a really good answer. However, we also have learned on the board of ministry, there's some, there's some ways to track it. Are you using AI to help you with this? So we can say, you know, hey, if we, if we see you using AI, you're out. Yeah. But you need to, but if you use the AI feature and then read it and create your own content in it that becomes a different story like an me. outline for one it. of the one of the things that i think is most concerning uh, about large language model ai which is what chat gpt is is that it can get increasingly right or increasingly wrong over time because it's using sources on the internet 
to get its data to build its responses. Well, if those sources are all AI generated, you can see how it's a copy of a copy of a copy True. and it starts losing its quality. So there is certainly inherently danger in, mm. in using that as maybe your sole source, but certainly it's great um, for a helper. And that's how I think it should be seen as, as a great way to help you with things. Mm-hmm. I think of the Jetsons. Wouldn't it be great to have, you know, your little robot cleaning angel in the house all the time? <laughs> Rosie. We do, a Roomba. Roomba. <laughs> Rosie is awesome. No, I want them to clean the toilets and the baseboards, <laughs> all, all the yucky part. Yeah. And I... So I have a fun kind of question that I ask people every now and then. I'm like, as, as someone who's young, I, I tend to be think that I'm forward thinking. And, um, but I'm like, what will you be a fuddy-duddy about in like 50 years from now? Like, what what is going to be my threshold? What's my line Pretty in the sure sand? I don't have to answer this. I won't be around. <laughs> so I, I think... For me, it's like AI. Like, am I going to want to perform an AI human wedding? Are AI pastors, you know, AI chaplains, like how, what is too far? And I don't think that asking those questions is totally out of the realm of possibility. absolutely not. No, I think when some of the smartest people on the planet are saying, hey, we need to put a pause on the development of AI because we don't quite understand uh, the the implications of this all, and and yet Elon Musk yeah. and some others have said yeah. that. Then you're absolutely right, Amy. There's cer- certainly a p- potential for it to go too far. That uh-huh. always reminds me. It's one of the best lines ever in a movie in Jurassic Park, when uh, what's his name, Ian Malcolm, the scientist played by uh, oh crap, what's his name, the scientist. Yeah, he's not tall, the scientist, the, the tall, the quirky, yeah. chaos theory guy. Um, anyhow, he says in there, he goes, we're so busy. Scientists. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff That's Goldblum. It, is right. yeah. uh, we're so busy. Scientists are so busy trying to figure out whether or not they could. could. They didn't figure out what they should. Exactly. And there's a lot of truth. There are a lot of things that we worry so much. Can we do this? We didn't figure out. Should we do this kind well, of I mean, stuff? That, so. that goes back to, I mean, probably the history of the world. Nobel Prize is because. Arthur Nobel came up with TNT. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, and I think of, I mean, we could go into the theological stuff of, of AI too. We are, we as humans are created in God's image. AI is created in our image. And man, we've, we've messed stuff up. Like if, if AI gets some of our worst qualities, I mean, we've seen Terminator, we've seen <laughs> I am legend. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm too crazy for being worried about that. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think you're over the, I mean, where we are with technology today, no, but it could, it could go there. There's a, I was listening to a podcast about AI and there's, um, there was a, a metaphor about a, a chessboard and this, the man, I'm going to totally botch this story but the, they said how do you want to be paid and he said for a grain of rice doubles on every piece of the chessboard and there's 64 i think chess board little squares and if you double it you get into the trillions by number 64 and so when we and that's how they use that metaphor with technology right now we're halfway through the the chess board but when we keep doubling and doubling and doubling our advancements, it goes way beyond anything that we can perceive. And yeah. so I, I think pressing course, pause is a good I thing. Just, 
your statement you said there, I was listening to a podcast about AI. <laughs> Just made me I pause for a second. I wonder what my granddaddy would think about that sentence. Right. Well, I mean, let's right? podcast. Somebody, somebody, he doesn't know what a podcast is. He, he would have no idea. He can barely relate to black and white TV. Right. You might, you know, it's my, like a radio. my granddaddy was born in 1909 or something like that. He doesn't, have, I mean, just think about the world. Just think about how much the world changed in the 20th century. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the I mean, let's remember your granddaddy was probably a War of the Worlds child where that radio broadcast caused legitimate panic throughout yeah. the country. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. We have the same power today. Just, Anybody can do that. 